Good morning, Chuck. Good morning, Tanya. <laughs> Thanks for talking with us today on the CFS Dana podcast. Well, you're welcome. Um, can you let everyone know your full name and when you lived or worked in Dana? Okay, my full name is Charles Arthur Arnson, but I've always been known as Chuck. Uh -huh. And I was transferred to Dana from the Canadian Airborne Regiment in July 4th, 1975. And was left there for three years till I was transferred to Cold Lake. Oh, I live in Cold Lake now. Ah, okay. That's, where, that's, where, that's where I've been living for the past 20 years. Oh, right on. Yeah. I like Cold Lake. Yeah. And what did you do when you worked in Dana? Well, when I was transferred to Dana, I was an MSC op mm -hmm. and uh, was, stayed in that role for two years. And then I remustered over to traffic and then they moved me over to uh, station traffic where I worked for the last year and then went on my TQ3 tran uh, traffic tech course and was transferred to Polik. Do you remember the street that you lived on? In Dana, or whereabouts you lived? <laughs> yes, I live on uh, Dumont Crescent. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the number was, but yeah. uh, right across the street from me was uh, the medic, and then next door to him was uh, Keith Arnold. He was the sergeant that was in charge of the firefighters. Yeah. Do you remember some of your co-workers or neighbors' names? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah I do. Uh, when I got... Transferred there, their neighbor was uh, Warrant Officer Nader. He was uh, actually uh, uh, the Warrant Officer for MSE. Uh -huh. And, um, yeah, the people right behind me were Wayne and Sue McClellan. Uh, they were good friends of ours. Uh, Keith and uh, Diane Arnold. Um, oh, lots. Uh, oh. Gee, I can't remember their dates, dog. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, there was, uh, I can remember quite a few people from Dana, actually. Did you have any um, children, or were you married in Dana at the time? Yes, I was married. My wife and I were married uh, in 1973, May 1973. And six weeks later, I was transferred to the Airborne Regiment. And uh, we were gone quite a bit there. So it was a relief when we got transferred to Dana. We... we uh, it, we were just like honeymooners actually getting there and neighbors used to call us the uh, single married people because <laughs> we had no children and we were always going into Saskatoon and traveling. But uh, yeah, and then uh, our son Sean was born there in 1976, August 1976. So it was a, it was a, a great tour actually. Uh, I liked Dana a lot. What was your, um, what, what's your wife's name? Valerie. Valerie. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She she was well known. She uh, contributed a lot to the community. Also, uh, she worked for the base commander as a secretary, as a fill-in. Yeah. Uh huh. And were you guys involved in any extracurricular activities up there, like sports or? Uh. uh yes, I I was uh, I played hockey. I played baseball there. Um, uh, I was lucky. I, I uh, played with John Nicoletti and uh, Bob. I 
escapes me his last name. I should know it. <laughs> Bob Williams? Good friends, but it, what? Was it Bob Williams? Yeah, Bob Williams. Bob, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we played on the same line together, and yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time. We had a lot of fun playing hockey. Oh, that's good. And uh, can you let us know some of your favorite memories or any stories from the base? Uh, you know, one of the biggest <laughs> memories that was when I first arrived in, in uh, Dana. Of course, I just finished six years with the Army. So, and as a, you know, on the Airborne, I showed up at 7 o'clock in the morning, uh, July 4th, to clear in. And when I got to the guard room, the, the, <laughs> the commissioner said, uh, there's nobody going to be here till like 8 o'clock. <laughs> so, so I had coffee with the commissioner. And uh, then uh, Wayne McClellan drove by. And he said, there, he, that's the, he's the master corporal in charge of the orderly room. So he'll open the building up. So he said, just park in the front. So I parked in the front. Bob came around, or Wayne came around the, the building, and he sees me. Of course, in the Airborne, we were pretty sharp-looking bunch at that time. And we had Maroon Beret, and we had all of the collar dog flashes and stuff. And, and he saluted me. <laughs> Saskatoon? Did you go any other place? Uh, we would go to the, the Saskatchewan Rough Rider football games. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, it was uh, 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 good. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we would go to local sports like in Humboldt, watch the mm -hmm. Humboldt Broncos play hockey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, and it was neat. To, like At that time, uh, when you went to Cudworth, which was a little town just north of us, and the the, the, the bus used to take the, the the students up to Cudworth. That's where the school was. But in downtown, you'd hear lots of people speaking Ukrainian. 
And uh, and then if you went to Prudhomme, you'd hear lots of people speaking French, which was just, you know, with uh, about 50-minute drive from Dana. And then if you went to uh, Bruno, there would be people speaking German. So it was a a unique unique spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, There was a place, an elevator, it was called Totsky, which was just outside the station. And uh, we actually had a, a... a society we called the Totsky Council. <laughs> you did? And what happened there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we even had a mayor. Uh-huh. But the mayor was spelled the, the not like M A R E, not the M M A Y O R. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, quite a deal. Oh, neat. Um, so you remembered your first day. Do you remember your last day in Dana? Yes, I do. Uh, the last day at Dana was uh, when we drove off the station to go to Coal Lake. Was a it was a sad, sad time. It really was. It was there was a lot of emotions. Yeah, yeah. We left a lot of dear friends and yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife. That's uh, <laughs> it's funny. She she was teared up when we left Dana and then when we arrived at a colic, she teared up again and I said, what's the matter? She said, this is so much different than Dana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, colic was good for us too. Yeah. Have you guys been back? Have you been back since it closed to just drive by it or anything? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Val and I, uh, we went to Saskatchewan to visit relatives. I think we were there for a wedding. And we, uh, that would be, that would be about 13, 14 years ago. Um, yeah, it was, and we drove up to the station, but it was the Buffalo farm at that time. Mm-hmm. So there was a do not trespass sign. So we just honored that. And mm-hmm. We drove around the back part to where the Gator site was. And yeah, uh, <laughs> kind of got a peek at it they're going through the back roads and that but yeah uh, it was sad it yeah. was very sad to see that station go mm-hmm. but that was pine tree pine tree line was uh, has a lot of stories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i like to ask people if there's a song a movie or a tv show they associate with dana or their time there does anything come to mash mind for you? Mash? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit like mash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. now you're in Arizona? I am. Yeah. I can just give you a little sight here. I'm, we're, I'll just uh, show you where I am. There's the golf course, uh-huh. people golfing. Uh-huh. I don't know if you can see it all. I can see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and sunny today. It was a bit chilly this morning. It was like uh, nine. Oh. <laughs> We're going to go to that oh chilly. <laughs> well, in Cold Lake, we have like minus 20. We're getting minus oh 30 dear. this week. <laughs> yeah. As you can probably I remember. Know. Yes, I remember. I, I remember uh, now when we were at, in stationed in Dana and uh, <laughs> she would say, put me on the DAC in uh, Pinocchio. 
Uh-huh. I got to get to Saskatoon or get to uh, Edmonton. I, I'm sick and tired of seeing these dead sticks. <laughs> <laughs> the winters are very long and the leaves are mostly gone by yeah. uh, mid-September. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you live in Arizona full-time or do you come back to Canada? Oh, no, we just live here during the do- winter months. And then yeah, when, no, when I, you're back, what province in, are you in? I live in Cardston, Alberta now. Oh, Alberta. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. And Val, she passed away 11 years ago. So, oh. yeah, so I've remarried and uh, Anna's with me now. And, yeah, so I come down to Arizona. And what, where's your son? What's he doing? My son is in Cochrane, Alberta. Okay. And uh, his most of his stuff is professional photography. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with us today, Chuck. Oh, thank you, Tanya. <laughs> Good luck on your project. <laughs> yeah, thank you. If you um, have any friends or family that have lived there as well or want to talk about it, just please give them my contact information so I can. I will. The it's more people, the better. To, yeah, it seems you've already talked to Bob Williams. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, and his daughter. Yeah. 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 My dad used to uh, run marathons with Bob. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Actually, I used to run with Bob in um, Dana. We would run together. Yeah, that's where my yeah. dad ran with him. Yeah. Oh, is that right? What's, mm-hmm. what's your dad's name? Steve Budrow. Oh, God, yes, I know Steve. Oh, you do? <laughs> yes, he was the pay guy. He was the he? what? He was, uh, he used to pay us. Steve, didn't he, or did he work in the orderly room? I knew he worked in headquarters somewhere. Um, I think when he worked there, he was a radar tech. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Maybe uh, there's another Boudreaux there, too, but at the same time. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But when was your dad there? We were there, left. We were there like, late 70s, early 80s. Okay, I left in 78. Oh, okay. So he might have got there just after I, yeah. Because oh, there was a Steve Boudreaux too. But there. my my yeah. dad was there earlier before us too, like in the late 60s, early oh, okay. 70s. So you might have crossed oh, paths. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. might have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, well, another guy I played hockey with and we were good friends was Terry Herman. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, Elmer Jordan. Uh, I know Terry's in Ottawa somewhere and Elmer Jordan... I still think he's in Ontario somewhere, and I met him years ago. But, uh, yeah, I kind of lost track of those guys. But, yeah, we played football, hockey, all of that. Stayed really active. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we were, we were, and Bob, no matter how much we part, we used to be bartenders together, too. <laughs> Oh. Sometimes the bar would not close till the sun came up, and then Bob and I would go for a run. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was. Uh, we played. I forget some hockey team in Cudworth, and uh, at that time the Cudworth bar closed at about eleven o'clock, and we'd already just finished hockey. So we brought the team to, to Dana and opened up the bar for them, <laughs> and. Uh, so at about four o'clock in the morning, I closed the bar, but I gave them all a bunch of change that they could use for the beer machine. And when I was coming to work at eight o'clock in the morning, there were still these farmers that we were playing hockey with. Their cars were parked in front of the mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we had to go there and rustle them out and tell them to get out of there. <laughs> it's nice that the base was so welcoming to everyone. 
It was. Yeah. It, it, it truly was. Uh, Dana, I've never talked to anyone that did not uh, appreciate Dana. Mm -hmm. Even uh, Rene Boschman, him and I were in the regiment together. We both got transferred there at the same time, and, and we both talk about Dana a lot. Mm -hmm. And now uh, Rene is in Port Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's where he met his wife. Oh. He was single, and his wife was one of the very first female uh, Air Force police, um, MP, I guess they are, yeah, military police, so yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. Okay, well, have fun in Arizona. <laughs> okay, and, I will. I'm uh, going golfing this afternoon, so. Okay, <laughs> bye. 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 Tanya, is it is it still a good time to talk? Okay, okay, I'll just I'll put you on speakerphone one sec. Okay, I can start whenever you're ready. Sure. Okay. Uh, good afternoon, Al. Good afternoon. <laughs> can you let all of our listeners on the CFS Dana podcast know your full name and when you lived and worked in Dana? You betcha. Uh... Name Alan Edward Nichols. Uh, go by Al usually if there's a couple Al's kicking around, then it's Nick <laughs> usually. Kind of, kind of came that way over time. Uh, we were in uh, good old uh, Dana there from '72 uh, uh, to '76. Uh, it was uh, a good time had by all. And what was your job there? I worked at the Gator site. Uh, we uh, we were a technician. Okay. Radio. Would that be up on the hill? Uh, no, that was the Gator site. It was actually oh. a couple miles away from the away from the base. Oh, you? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we were we were out towards. Uh, uh, I guess actually it would be towards Saskatoon. Uh huh. Uh, but it was about two miles away. You went a, a mile west and a mile uh, south. Uh-huh. Yep. Kept, kept us busy. How many people would work with you? Um, we had, uh, uh, I guess at that time, about seven people worked at the Gator site. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know whether I can remember all the names and get them <laughs> right. I, I hate to miss somebody. But I'll probably give you, give you a good job. There was... Uh, Jonesy, I think he was Gwynver Jones. He was one of the master corporals. Larry Taylor uh, was a master corporal. Um, uh, Al Al Gillis was a corporal. Uh, Stu Johnson was a corporal. Um, Glenn Bratton, him and I were privates there. Mm -hmm. uh, and the sergeant, I'm not sure. <laughs> a private didn't want to know the sergeant. <laughs> and were people there 24-7? Uh, uh, no, uh, only during exercises. Okay. Uh, most of the time, uh, you know, uh, we uh, we we were just a straight uh, eight till four. 
Mm-hmm. There was always somebody on call. One technician was on call and uh, would respond within a few minutes out to the site if it was required. For those who don't know what an exercise is, can you explain uh, or yeah, talk about a memory of an exercise? Yeah, once in a while we uh, <laughs> we actually played, uh, I don't know, it wouldn't be Army because we were Air Force, but uh, <laughs> we, we went into a uh, heightened state of awareness, uh-huh. put it that way, uh-huh. where everybody, yeah, then it ran a 24-hour shift. Mm. Yep, I was pretty busy there, uh, motorcycle, at a snowmobile, and even even tried ice racing with a Datsun uh, pickup at one time. <laughs> uh, the snowmobile side, there was a chap I remember, I don't remember his first name, Rosentreader was the last name. Uh-huh. Uh, him and I used to go out all the time. And just around the outskirts of Dana? Oh yeah, all yeah. over. The farmers all knew us. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, a snowmobile back then uh, wasn't too common, and uh, of course we'd show up in the pasture and uh, probably uh, get talked to. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any motorcycles or snowmobiles when I lived in Dana. <laughs> yeah, well, it, uh, this was, you know, I, I was kind of a young guy. I come right from home. I, uh, uh, that was my first posting, and I, uh, you know, showed up there probably thinking I uh, knew an, an awful lot and found out I didn't. <laughs> Do you remember your first day on the base? It was cold. Yeah. And, uh, I remember that. I remember thinking <laughs> uh, it was uh, January, right after Christmas. Uh, we got to be home for Christmas in uh, uh, 71, and then 72 I had to show up at the base uh, uh-huh. uh, like about January 5th in Saskatchewan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you had told me that because you were the youngest on base, you got to do something? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, another another thing. Uh, the, the first year we were there, we were the youngest on the base. And, uh, of course, there's a, a big Christmas dinner for all the single people, and the youngest person gets to be CO for a day. Uh-huh. So uh, that was kind of... That was kind of interesting. I uh, there's a bit of a story there. Uh, I asked the sergeant this was on a Thursday, uh, the big meal, and all uh, all the married people uh, served the single guys, and of course you usually drink too much, so that that ended up happening. And <laughs> but I asked my sergeant, I said, hey, well, I'm going to be wasted. Uh, you know, Friday's going to be a waste. I don't want to come to work Friday. And he wasn't very happy with that. He figured that <laughs> I'd come to work Friday. Uh, the only thing that I did the whole time I was CO for a day, <laughs> I give all the single guys Friday off, <laughs> and I didn't show up to work. <laughs> so I left my master corporal Larry Taylor to deal with my absence. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. do you remember whereabouts on the base you lived? Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, when I first got there, I lived in the barracks. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, you know, typical young guy, you just kind of... What was the barracks like? Went where they told you to, to go, and uh, I actually posted a picture on the, uh, on the site there uh, a while ago that showed the three towers, and the barracks were on the right-hand side right there. So, uh, I don't know, for some reason I took a picture, and uh, of course I took it crooked, I couldn't take it straight like a normal picture, I had to take it like a triangle, but whatever. <laughs> What, was, yeah. what were the barracks like? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, they were the you know, Spartan. It was what it was. You had a room, and uh, you had to keep it, uh, you know, to their standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you ate at the mess hall, so that was good. It was just right across the, you know, street from where we were, or right across the road. It wasn't even a street. It was on the same side of the base. And, uh, you know, you just went over to the and you had all that for you. The only thing was they infected it. So I, uh, I used to... Uh, regularly I, I don't regularly but i used to get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> in the barracks uh, well you got in trouble because you didn't have it to their standard oh. when you're new but young you didn't think the way they did yeah, yeah. and you said you uh, met your wife when you were in dana yes i did um ella uh was uh sister of lester olson and he was a young scope operator uh there and uh, there's uh, a couple stories there, but I think I'll leave those uh, <laughs> someone else. They love to tell them. <laughs> if you ever, ever run into Les or, or uh, someone at a party, uh, they'll probably mention it. Okay. Yeah, I married Ella. Mm-hmm. I met her there, married her in 74. Was, of course, that was a Saskatchewan wedding. You know, it's a, a big party. Uh, uh, in the town of Spalding, which is about uh, 50 or 60 miles straight east of uh, of Dana, mm-hmm. and, and of course there was a big, uh, you know, the Saturday service, and then a great big dance Saturday night. Everybody in town is there, typical, mm-hmm. uh, you know, country type dance. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Live music, too much polka. I remember that. Bill <laughs> <laughs> tried to drink the town drive. I don't think we we survived. <laughs> And then you had a daughter? Yes. Um, actually, uh, in the summer of 75, uh, it was time for me to go in my TQ-5 course. Uh, that's for your corporals, for your trades training. And uh, uh, took Ella, drug her off to uh, Kingston, Ontario, and we lived downtown Kingston, Ontario. Well, I went on my TQ-5 course. Uh, she came back to Saskatoon uh, uh, after the course. Uh, and of course, me being typical what we were, uh, we uh, went on to another course. I didn't come home. I went to a K-5 course. And of course, the master corporal there that was teaching at that time was Larry Taylor. Uh-huh. So and I got my corporals on that course at another big party. <laughs> Larry can tell that story. <laughs> Do you um, remember any of your neighbors? You betcha, I do. Uh, in fact, our next-door neighbor was uh, uh, a young lieutenant, and I'm not sure where he worked, up the hill, probably. Uh, he uh, he definitely, uh, you know, Jock Font was his name. Mm-hmm. He had a, you know, his wife and him were real young. They had a, a child uh, just, I think, a year older than ours, and we got to be real good friends, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived on the second trailer in the road. The mm-hmm. base provided them, fully furnished, and uh, uh, I think it paid 75 bucks a month. It was, uh, <laughs> of course, back then there was a bit of money, but it was okay. Uh-huh. A bit of a story there. In 1984, I was in CFS Massett uh, as a technician there, and, and uh, I'm on parade, and along comes the new CO, and guess who it is? This is Jacques Font. <laughs> and, of course, he stopped, talked, and, and we were still good friends, but he was now the CEO of the base, and I was, uh, <laughs> I 
warrant officer at that time. So, yeah, we got along pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh, most of the Navy people didn't like it there, though, because both him and I were Air Force, and they didn't think that a warrant officer should be buds with, uh, with the base commander. <laughs> um, you told me that you, besides working on the base, you also had a job at a gas station? Yes, I Nearby? did. Uh, a secondary duty, something to do. You know, sometimes you get... Uh, I don't want to say bored, but there's a lack of things to do mm-hmm. <laughs> on some of these little bases. Uh, but I was uh, the gas jockey from the shell station. Um, Bob, and I can't remember his last name, uh, was a sergeant uh, in charge of that, and I ended up running it. We opened up every day at 4 o'clock, and we're there till. Oh, five o'clock, you know, 1,600 to 1,700, and, and uh, everyone hitting the road, heading home or whatever would get gas, and uh, most people met me there, I'm sure. Whereabouts was that? It was on the road, just as you were leaving the base, after you left the, oh. the you know, the guardhouse, uh, and you went down to the road, you turned left, and it was about halfway down uh, to the main road on the right-hand side. Uh, it was the auto club. It had uh, two bays there for anybody who wanted uh, in the auto club to use them for vehicle maintenance or oil changes, whatever. Then there was uh, two gas pumps, Shell, uh, a little cell station. We could sell anything. Uh, in fact, uh, uh, we did sell a lot. There was anything right up to including uh, what they call a short block motor. Uh, you know, you could order anything through the club. Oh. It met lots of people. Did you get to participate in the winter carnivals? Oh, yeah. I seem to remember strapping uh, two-by-fours to your feet, three foot, three people or whatever, and trying to run in them. <laughs> I'm not quite sure who thought that one. <laughs> yeah. I returned uh, back to, uh, to Dana in 75 is when I came back uh, from uh, the TQ-5 and K-5 course. Uh, I got back uh, on a Friday night, and my daughter was born Monday morning, <laughs> so kind of cut it close. <laughs> and what's her first name? My oldest daughter, Patricia, was Patricia. born in Saskatoon, and uh, she's married to uh, an Army chap, Christopher Zubkowski, over here in Edmonton, mm-hmm. and uh, they have two children, so, uh, you know, <laughs> they're close, they live in Warrenville, so mom's happy with that. Yeah. Did you ever get to make trips into uh, Saskatoon or Bruno or the village of Dana? Uh, actually, we lived, when I first got married, they did not have PMQ available at all. So Ella and I lived in Saskatoon. Uh, mm. So uh, it was only a couple months or whatever till it was available. But that was a long commute. That's a 50-mile yeah. drive back and forth every day. Uh, mm. uh, and it, it was part of a winter, I remember that. And then... Uh, uh, we were able to get in there, uh, uh, you know, the next spring right away. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your last day in Dana when you had to leave? Yeah, actually, I probably do. You know, we were posted to uh, Holbrook, mm-hmm. which we had no idea where that really was, mm-hmm. other than a place on the map and in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but we were, you know, sad to go. And, uh, you know, the biggest, uh, biggest problem was... Uh, I don't think the in-laws ever forgave me for uh, for taking the first grandchild so far away. <laughs> Patty, Patty, just just not quite a year. We drug her off to middle of nowhere to 
building Saskatchewan, you know, salt of the earth there, they had never left. Uh-huh. <laughs> Their big trip was to, to Saskatoon. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Ella's younger sister, when I first met her, uh, we took her to Saskatoon once. She had never been on an escalator. <laughs> you know, it's the way it was. Mm-hmm. Did you have yeah. any other stories or memories you wanted to share? Oh, there's many stories, but <laughs> I don't think uh, I'll, I'll pass any of them along. To okay. <laughs> um, have you been back since the base closed? We've been through there, of course. Uh, we were back to the, the uh, Spalding quite often mm-hmm. uh, over the years. And, yeah, I've, uh, I saw it go right from an active base straight to closed and bison running around it and, and I have actually been back and in the gator site it's just a hulk of a cement building now no no antennas no nothing left uh, mm-hmm. uh, kind of depressing uh, mm-hmm. after you were there for a, a few years to see it end up that way yeah and where did you go after Holbert and where well, are we you went, now yeah we, we ended up uh, uh, in Cold Lake Mm-hmm. Uh, spent seven years in Cold Lake, and we ran into a few guys. Uh, Chuck Arnstein and uh, Glenn Bratton were stationed there. Uh, uh, Chuck and, and Val became uh, good friends. They lived over in Morville after they retired here. Mm-hmm. You just had him on the last podcast. Yeah. Make a file. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, and I like to ask people if there's a song, a TV show, a movie, or a book that they associate with Dana. No? Okay. <laughs> we, just a, we just had a good time. Uh-huh. And, uh, there, was, there was lots of good parties. We were kind of known uh, for the last people to go home for some reason. I'm not quite sure how that was. I remember <laughs> Christmas parties where, where they were stacking the chairs and they had to ask us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> where would those take place? At people's houses? or? Uh, usually, well, the big Christmas party was down in the rec center, down in the big gym. They had it all decorated. For oh, Christmas. okay. Yeah, we had a good time. What the heck? <laughs> we were young then. We didn't know any better. <laughs> well, it was great talking with you today. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I, I still have some memories of there. And, and like I say, I, I've connected with a couple people. Like, uh, got back together with Glenn and uh, Glenn Bratton and Larry Taylor. I've talked to them. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew where they were, but, you know, you just never never managed to make the connection and then when I joined the page in fact one day I was sitting here at home it was a rainy day and for some reason I, I typed in CFS data and the page popped up so <laughs> I thought what the heck I'd go on there and say hello and that's when some of the guys kind of come back and say hello. Is there anyone you're still looking for? Um, Anybody that was there wants to say hello just jump in you oh. know I have no heartache at all with that so. It's kind of nice to uh, reconnect with uh, with people that are long long lost like that. Yes. Well, have a have a good night, Alan. Thanks for talking with us today. You betcha, <laughs> Alan. I'd uh, like to wish all the best there to all our all, all our friends and acquaintances uh, uh, from those years. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Bye.